Amen. So I, I, my message this morning uh, had many titles, <laughs> and uh, I'll probably uh, laugh about that a couple of times during this process because I'll be thinking about the, the, the funny titles we had. Um, I'll be making a cup of tea this morning. Are we have any tea drinkers in the house? Yeah. I, I occasionally drink tea. I, I drink coffee most of the time, um, but tea is, uh, is good, and I enjoy tea. Through college, I drank a lot of tea doing homework and stuff, and um, so this ended up beca- becoming uh, titled Reality. Emily came up with that at like midnight last night, so you can thank her for that one. <laughs> it was going to be called Steeping My Mind, which just didn't roll off the tongue very well. There was a few others we had that were pretty funny at, in the middle of the night. So anyway, this is where we landed. And, uh, you know, tea, tea making, uh, there can be a science to it. I think most of us just probably heat water and throw the bag in and say, that's, that's good, and I wait a couple of minutes. You know, but that process that takes place when you put the bag in is called steeping. Probably most of you are, are familiar with that. And uh, it takes a little while for all that stuff that's in those tea leaves to come out and become part of the water, right? The color, the flavor, all the attributes, the caffeine, and antioxidants, you know, tea's actually good for your health, right? And if you brew it right, then it, it's even better. And um, I was looking up one of the definition, definitions for steeping, and it says to immerse or to saturate or imbue with some pervading, absorbing, or stupefying influence or agency. Let me read it just one more time because I need to hear it again. To immerse in or saturate or imbue, imbue with some pervading, absorbing, or stupefying influence or agency. That was pretty interesting to me. And uh, as I was, I have a reason I'm, I'm doing this today. You know, I've, had, I've gone through some, some personal um, growth and, and, and hearing from the Holy Spirit. And thank God for the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I mean, all of us, the pastor was talking about that Damascus Road experience. You know, maybe it wasn't like that dramatic where, you know, the heavens opened up and, and uh, you know, you were blinded and you heard an audible voice. But I'll tell you what, the Holy Spirit's pretty convincing. Come on. And uh, thank God he, he reaches out to us even when we're in dark places, even when we had, don't, don't have ears to hear. Amen. I'm talking to Christians today, you know. I'm talking to Christians. You, maybe you don't know God, and um, you need to have that experience for yourself to meet Jesus for the first time. That, that day can come. come it can be today. And uh, that's good. So this um, process of making tea involves hot water. I had uh, Nicole was gracious enough to loan me her favorite carafe. She was going to give me the white one, and I'm like, I want the, I want the stainless one. So let's put a little water in there. Okay. So there's some hot water. That's the first part, right? That's what you need to make tea? We in agreement? (laughs) So let's go to our first verse. Book of Luke, chapter 11, verse 36. This will be up on the screen. I'll probably refer to it a couple of times. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, the whole body will be full of light as when the bright shining of a lamp gives it light. So, for purposes today in this illustration, this is going to be you, the Christian. 
looks pretty good. It's pretty clear. You can see through it. The light's shining through just fine, right? Yeah. You know, last week, Pastor Rick preached the, the message on the Shema. And he talked about how Jesus referenced the Shema when asked that question. What is the greatest commandment, Rabbi? And uh, in the book of Mark, chapter 12, starting in verse 29, I think this will be up there as well. It says, Oh, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and, he shall, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. That's a tall order. That's a tall order. And pastor, he covered each of those areas. He went through the heart. He went through the, the soul. He went through the mind. He went through the strength. And when he got to, to mind, he stayed there for a couple of minutes. And he started talking about how important that is. And if you'll... He talked specifically about intoxicants. Alcohol, drugs, and um, other psychoactive substances that can cause, they can change your consciousness, your mood, and your thoughts. Those psychoactive things. And how those literally, when you're under the influence of them, make it impossible for you to love God with your mind because you're under the influence of something besides the Holy Spirit. If you're out from hearing, you know, you're away from hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, perhaps you're hearing from other spirits. We know alcohol is certainly opens the door to that. And I imagine drugs, hallucinogens, and things like that are the same way. But I think we can all agree, for the most part, some of us are probably still working off the rough edges on there. And that's okay. That's between you and the Holy Spirit. Right? We know that you know, we're conscious of sin and the Holy Spirit's working on us, right? A little leak in the boat sinks the boat. But just for, for today, we're going to agree together that those things aren't supposed to be part of a Christian's life. So I'm not going to focus on them. Pastor did a great job of that last week. So what, what are we talking about here today? If this is a Christian, and this represents the Christian's mind, that's supposed to love God completely. Love the Lord God with all your mind. Yep. Right now, it's looking pretty good, especially with that verse we just read. It talked about if the whole body's full of light. Yeah. That looks full of light to me. Yeah. That's a good place to be. You know, when you become a Christian, you get this new heart. The Holy Spirit comes and lives in you. You've been regenerated. You're a brand new creation. Right. Ta-da! <laughs> but there's this thing called our mind that left unchecked, left unwashed, becomes the enemy of God. And the carnal mind, quite like when you allow yourself to be under the influence of drugs and alcohol, 
makes it harder for you to please God. Makes it harder for you to love God with your whole mind. When you have a carnal mind. How do you get a carnal mind? Well, through sin, through, you know, allowing the wrong influences into your life. So, I'm going to get out my tea. And uh, I found some tea back in the kitchen. So I'll, re I'll replace it later. Maybe. They had a lot. There was a lot back there. This is what? This is cinnamon apple. Does anybody drink that? Oh, okay. Well, when this is over, if you still feel like drinking it, it'll be available to you. It might be cold. Okay. So I've got a few different bags here. And I'm just going to put a label on these just for reference for the room. Okay. These are things that you spend time on. These are things that you consume throughout the day, throughout your week. So this one is um, education, work. Maybe your job requires you to to read. Hmm. That takes time. How many hours do you at work every, every week? <laughs> Thank you. That's good. This one is um, entertainment. I'm just throwing a label on it. I'm not saying what it was. It's entertainment. This one's social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Snapchat, if there's any 12-year-olds in here. <laughs> I'm just teasing you 16-year-olds. What's the other one? How about your phone? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I got a whole list. For me, this here's one. The news. I could get another one out. That's enough. <laughs> That's plenty of tea for one little vase. I was trying to find something that was big enough that y'all could see it, but not too big. And um, I don't know if I did. It worked. Okay, good. You all can see this. So, this Christian, they wake up in the morning, and first thing they do is they, they pick up their phone. And uh, it's just for a minute. Oh, wait. Oh, I touched the water. I got some little tongs back there. I'm not going to use them. Okay, and then, and then before they ever get to their Bible, um, they, uh, the kids got the TV on. Those kids. And then they're like, Dad, can we watch Dude Perfect? And you're like, okay. But that's only, that's only until they go to school. All right, let's back out. I'm starting light. <laughs> and then after breakfast, you know, kind of tired. It's not time to go to work yet. And, um, uh, Maybe I'll just jump on, see what's happening on Twitter this morning for a minute. And, uh, and then I get a phone call. Did I do a phone already? I get a phone call, and, and it, now it's time to go to work. Uh-oh. Got to get to work. On the way to work. Now I'm working all day, and I'm, I'm doing research all day long. Research, research. Lots of research. Talking to people. <laughs> 
Okay. I, I practice this a couple times. It's different every time, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's still going to be tea, yeah. But you can see, look, it's not so bad. Look, oh, there's a little, little red coming out of there. It still looks pretty clear. I'm doing pretty good. You know, I, I'm a bright, shining light in this world. Yeah. So the end of the day comes, and uh, I'm tired. You know, I'm not, I'm not a morning person, but sometimes I'm, I'm not a night person either. Because <laughs> it's tired around here, you know? So after dinner, I fell asleep. So this is the condition of my mind the next morning. Day two. Well, day two, you know, the, the uh, big, you know, things going on in the government, which I'm not going to talk about today. <laughs> and it's important to watch it because, you know, you have to know everything they're saying. So, you know, that gets turned on pretty early. And then, oh, you know, they've got the reruns from yesterday's on YouTube. <laughs> and... And, uh, yeah, that's, that's good. So, you know, at the end of the day, you come back and um, you realize, you know, oh, God, I didn't spend any time with you today. So you say a prayer. You know, God, I, I love you. I love you. I want to spend my life with you. And thank you for helping me today. Thank you for helping me today. And uh, you pick up your Bible and I'm going to get a verse before I go to sleep. God, thank you for that verse. You know, so there's, there's a touching, there's a touch point. There's a touch point. That's 48 hours. I'm doing pretty good. It looks pretty clear, my mind. The next day comes, and we start all over again. You know, there's an immediate meltdown. There's a wet bed in the morning, and a little, not mine, three-year-old we did it well, this week we did have a, a baby up puking all week it was amazing and uh, well over for two days so instead of getting into the word of god because what is what do, we all know this already okay this is like the unspoken thing i've been doing is you're supposed to wash your mind with the word of god right you're all waiting for me to say that okay i said it so you're supposed to wash your mind. If you don't wash your mind, it starts to get contaminated. The contamination's there. It's real. Have I, have I completely lost touch with the Holy Spirit at this point? No. Am my ears starting to be dulled? Maybe a little. Am I, somehow I'm not motivated as much as I was to open my word. What's up with that? So, and I'm at, I'm, at, I'm at work that day, and I'm like, oh, tonight, tonight I'm going to get back. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to study. I'm going to pray. It's going to happen. I'm going to wash my mind. But you know what? Netflix. <laughs> New series. You know, and the thing with them is they release the whole season. Binge watching. Binge watching. So there goes that day. So time goes by. I'm going to have to get my tongs now. That thing's sunk. <laughs> time goes by, and you haven't done your due diligence to wash your mind. 
You haven't taken the time to get rid of the contamination. I think a lot of Christians live here. This is normal or something. Am I hearing from God the way I was a few days ago? What happened to my motivation to, to get in the Word? Am I seeing things clearly anymore? Y'all look a little orange. You know all that stuff I'm listening to, watching, allowing to get in here? It's starting to steep in our mind. Those little attributes of that stuff is starting to land. And if I'm not spending time with God and, in, and communicating with the Holy Spirit and listening to him and him saying, hey, you should probably wash that off. That's not the right color. That's not the right flavor. You're, you smell different. And then the way I look at people is different. Hey, I'm not hearing from the Holy Spirit, right? Well, what's the Holy Spirit do for us? What's, what's so special about that? Well, he helps regenerate you. He helps lead you. and He's your, he's your friend, right? He's your helper. But he also has this thing called fruit. The fruit of the Spirit. Let's look up that verse real quick. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. It's probably up there. That's okay. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. If I don't have a clear communication with the Holy Spirit... Are we going to start to see a lack of these in my life? Could possibly my mood change? The way I react to people? My attitudes? You know, those, those people that are, I'm watching on YouTube that are doing that thing in the government that I have an opinion about. An opinion. And there's, it just so happens there might be 100,000 other people who watched that and had the same opinion as I did. And I, I, I know because they commented. <laughs> In more than one place. All over social media. But if I'm not keeping myself in check, that stuff might come out of my mouth. I might allow those thoughts to become more permanent. You know what that's called? Gossip. That's not the way Jesus wants me to be. Go around talking about stuff. Okay, so those people are liars. It's not up to me to call them out. But here's my mind. After a few days, it's contaminated. It's discolored. It's becoming visibly impaired. And I'm just going to make a contrast here so you can see just how different it's become.
There's a, there's a big difference there. The mind of Christ. Knowing the will of God. You know what the mind of Christ is? It's a reflection of the nature of God that lives inside of you as a Christian. This mind is seeing it in a different shade. Orange in this case. Kind of right at the bottom. So I've experienced this firsthand. And, um, you know, Pastor Ricky preached that message last week. And man, whew, I don't know, but that, that messed me up a little thinking about that. And then I was going through a cycle where I, I was being too busy and not reading my word, not, not being a good DT student. And I was starting to experience attitudes. I was starting to experience different moods. I wasn't feeling strong anymore, spiritually. I was starting to feel lethargy come in and spiritual, yeah, it was, being, it was sluggish, yeah. Ane, like anemic, right, being anemic? It, was, it wasn't like it had been that long. But I was consuming all of this stuff. I was spending all this time, but I wasn't taking the time to wash my mind. It wasn't sinful stuff. I wasn't watching adult television or, you know, going to the bar or something. It was, it was, it was just information. It was just life. How do you keep up with this place? So it came to one day, and I was looking at my Bible sitting on the couch in the morning. And I literally lacked the will to pick it up. There it was sitting. I can't pick it up. 20 minutes goes by. I'm supposed to pick that up right now. I have time right now. Can't pick it up. Finally, I pick it up. I opened it up. I found one of these verses that has always been revelation to me, always been rhema to me. Here's my mind. Orange. Read the verse. Crickets. How come nothing's coming out? Why is this, why is this not working? Why is everything all fuzzy? Where's the living word that I'm used to? So, a little bit later, I tried again. And this time, it was even worse. I was having trouble even reading the words on the page. I just felt, what was that word that they used in this definition? Stupefying? Wow. I felt stupefied. <laughs> and I, haven't, I hadn't even been like I was sinning. I was just being busy and not washing my mind. So after a couple hours, the Holy Spirit sort of reminded me. Now, okay, so I was still hearing God a little bit. Thank God that he chose to speak to me. You know, even the prodigal. 
in the, in the um, swine's trough, right? He's feeding the pigs, realized, Daddy's got a better place for me. God reached out to him. Even the prodigal can come home, right? I'm only a couple days into my backslidden state. I'm having trouble. Not finding life like I wanted to. Things are not not connecting. Holy Spirit says, hey, don't you remember I told you to shut that off? Don't you remember I told you to take a break from that? Don't you remember when Pastor Rick and Devotion said, hey, don't watch the news so much? (laughs) Don't you remember? Yes. 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 All the answers, yes. I'm not going to lie to the Holy Spirit. No, I don't remember that. And then he tells me one more thing. He says, you need to fast. It's time to fast. Now, we fasted in January. We fasted some things, and it was good. But this was, this was different. This was God saying, this was the Holy Spirit said, you need to fast tomorrow. I'm like, okay, I'll fast tomorrow. So I got up the next morning, and I told Emily, hey, I'm fasting today, just so she didn't make my favorite dinner, because that happens when you fast. <laughs> Yeah, it does. You know, it's funny because the days you fast are the days they have like free everything you like it. You know, one of the ladies will bring it in and put it on the counter. Like, oh, it's for you. You know, your creme brulee. You know, like, can, can you save some for tomorrow? <laughs> so I fasted throughout the day. And uh, it was easy at first because I skip breakfast a lot. And uh, sometimes I skip lunch because I'm busy, you know. I did spend time with God during breakfast, and it was tough. It was hard. I was trying to read it. I got one of my quest journals. I was reading through it, you know. I just wanted fasting, and I was reading it. I was reading the verses, doing the scriptures, and I got through like five verses. Okay, God, you know, this is going to get easier because... It's not working. And then uh, lunchtime, I came out here. Now, this is, the, this is something y'all don't get to do at work. I'm sorry. You, you can make your own place to worship God in your heart. It's good. But I got to come out here and, and worship at the altar instead of eating lunch. Stuff started feeling a little better. And, uh, and then dinner came, and guess what? I was hungry. So I went and hid in what we call our creative room. Kids and Emily were all eating. And uh, she was kind to me, not waving it around. <laughs> hey, doesn't this look good? <laughs> smells really good, doesn't it? And uh, so the night went on, and the, the more hungry I got, the stronger I felt. I felt strong. I could feel... This, whatever it was that was keeping me from enjoying the Word of God, from it working in my life, I could feel it breaking off. It was a supernatural thing that was happening to me. It wasn't just me going on a diet for the day. You know, I'm going to lose some weight. No. This was God instructing me what to do to get this to be like this again. To get myself in a position where I could be washed by the word of God. And I've never experienced it like that before. 
So I had to tell somebody. You all are here, so let's go. <laughs> so I'm telling on myself this morning. But I wanted you to know that there's, there's a way out. God's made a way for you to get free from the contamination that you get in your mind. And this isn't just information. This isn't just maybe some lies. There's demonic activity that gets attached to people. Right? The strong man comes in to the house, and you can't get him out with your own power, but you need the stronger man, Jesus Christ, to kick him out. And that's what we do. I'm doing through fasting. And I realize this year is different than any other year that I've ever lived. Now, that doesn't give me, you know, that never, I never had an excuse to not read my Bible. Please, don't take that that way. But this year's different. This is the year we're going to walk with God and obey the Word of God. And how can you do that if you can't hear the Holy Spirit and get direction in the moment? How can you do that if you're taking a break from listening to God so you can watch your show? Even if it's an okay show. I'm not here to get on which show you watch. The Holy Spirit's going to be all over you after this message anyway. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yes, it is. Hmm. Let's read Romans 12 to you. Just because you have to read that verse when you preach this. And do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Conforming. Transforming. It's pretty easy to see, right? Conforming. Transforming. This is conformed to a different way of thinking. Now you look at our universities and the people coming out you wonder, how in the world can they think that way? That's what I think, anyway. It's because of this. If they had that, they'd be okay. They can go in there and get that information, and then they, they wash. They wash. You know, I'm the head of my home, home right? I'm the, I'm the man, I'm the head of the home, biblically. Spiritual head. And I'm supposed to wash my wife and my kids. I get home from work, I wash not with a sponge or something. No, I, I ask her questions. Ask my wife questions. How are you doing? You know, I'm sorry that happened to you, baby. I love you. My kids, they get home from school. How, how was your day? Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. You know, kid on the playground. Oh, let's forgive. You know, wash them off. Teach them to wash their mind. Watch the things that go into their brains, right? But I got to do it for myself too. I can't pretend that it's okay to just consume information, whether it's part of my job or it's, you know, a hobby or it's that time of, you know, the year where there's an election going on or whatever it is. Because I can't afford to be outside of hearing range of the Holy Spirit. Can't. Mm-mm. So here we are in 2020, and as Pastor has said many times in the last month, this is the year of plenty. 
plenty of good for those who walk with God and obey his word and plenty of bad for those who don't. I already know your answer. Right? It's the same as the answers I have. I want to walk with God. I want to obey his word. I want good things in my life. I want to be close to God. I want to be an obedient son. I don't want to be taken out this late in the game. And my family needs good. Depends on it. So it's important to wash our mind. Amen? Amen. This is a, a verse I was going to read a little bit earlier, but I only got through the second page of my notes, so hey, it's okay. Isaiah 5.20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitterness for sweet and sweet for bitterness. And this is the kind of behavior that comes when your mind is in the wrong place. You start being deceived. It starts being twisted. And the things that used to be real easy to, to say, yeah, that's good and that's wrong, not, suddenly are orange. Well, it kind of looks okay. Look, there's still light. And then you make excuses. And a little hole in the boat sinks the whole boat. Amen? Amen. I think I'm going to close with that. I gave you a handout today. It doesn't have any blanks on it. Because I covered, I think, all but one thing. And that was to practice moderation. You can look up that verse for yourself if you'd like to. I will close with this verse. Luke 11:36 again. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, the whole body will be full of light as when the bright shining of a lamp gives it light. That's the way we're supposed to be. If you're going to give God all of yourself, your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength, all, you're going to take care of this. You can blame the devil all you want. But if you were the one who did not pick this up on a daily basis and read it and get life out of it and get adjusted to turn this into that, that's your fault. That's not the enemy's. And if your thoughts are starting to be contaminated and twisted, if you're starting to go, how come my opinion is different than pastors? How come my opinion is different than the Bible? There's something wrong with them. You can have a different opinion. But you've got to be right with God. Amen. And this church, I say this every time I preach, we've got big things to do. And I was talking about last week, we had a lot of potential. We really do. But it, our potential is not going to be seen in orange. We're not going to achieve it. We can pretend, oh yeah, look at all the things we did. It's so good. 
I can see it, the light. But if we were over here, oh, the things that we could do for God. What's he telling you to do? What's he told you to do? When did he reach, he wrote, he's reaching out to you at some point. This week he did. You got to start with the first thing he tells you. Shut that off, son. And then when, you, when you're really dumb, stupefied, he's like, go fast tomorrow. I'm going to fast in one day every, every, every week this year. That's not, that's not a challenge to anybody. That's what I'm doing. So you do what you want to do. <laughs> All right, bow your heads with me. Father, as um, we close things out today, we thank you. I thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit that brings all truth, that illuminates every darkness, that leads us, God, back onto your straight path. Lord, we, today we choose. We choose to follow you and no one else. Lord God, help us to wash our minds. Bring revelation in your word. Bring rhema. Bring truth. Lord God, as, as preaching happens in church and as the daily devotions happen, Lord God, let it wash away all those contaminants, all those perspectives, and help us get back to you, to your nature, to your truth in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.